What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Email About Nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew. You can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. And I'm reluctantly joined by... <laughs> reluctantly? Why do you hate me so much? Reluctantly? <laughs> I'll be around. Uh, I guess I should be nicer to you. <laughs> I'm not really sure you have a choice, my man. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on here? I show up and I'm already under attack. We're 14 seconds into the show and I'm already under attack. That is what it is. I don't know, man. Uh, What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I um I'll be around. Uh, I go by the name of Mookie833 on the internet. Formerly Mookie833. I'm Westside Mookie, kind of, sort of, depending on which medium you catch me on. Yes. <laughs> but uh, um, back again. Um, and we're joined by a special guest, a returning guest, Ed Honcho himself, mm. the one, the only, Doug. How you doing, brother? What's up, you guys? Thanks for having me. Um, pre- pleasure to be back. I'm looking forward to speaking about this, even though the wife found out coming into it was kind of alarming. I can't remember. <laughs> 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 uh, I have to say, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of sad that you changed your, your handle on Instagram. Oh, no, yeah. No, I changed it just because of some weird scenario where I was like, I, I, I should be similar to my name, yeah. but I know. Uh, anyway. You find me Douglas, do you, uh, Doug, like the word Dig Doug, and then just less, like less of everything, and then double on the score. It used to be broken easy, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, but no, no, no. See, now I need to know the story because broken easy button was a classic. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to remember where I was trying to get. That's what it was. I just wanted Douglas. Yeah. And I keep it simple, and so I wanted to get. So I was like, how can I spell it without really spelling my name? So that's when it came with the like the game and then the word less. And then I went. I played with it so many ways, like changing it, that I just kind of stuck with the double underscore. And then I just haven't changed it back. And I was like, okay, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't want to change it too many times. Like, why does a guy change his handle every few like weeks? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, oh. it's, like, it's all about finding your identity. I guess so. I guess that's a way to put it. Yeah, because. The old handle was really—I really enjoyed it too. And now, I'm, now I'm really questioning my thought process back then. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, why? Why did this happen? Hey, all the greats question themselves. Later on, they find out they're great. Or, I guess they. Find Ash Ketchum has never questioned himself. But is he great? He yes, he's a champion. Yep. Yeah, he's got his chip. <laughs> one. He has one out of nine. <laughs> Still a champion. Bob Cousy has a championship. <sighs> Let's not, let's, let's not get into this. Let's not get into this. Um, but things that have happened this week, Disney Plus. Fire. Dropping fire everywhere. The Mandalorian is amazing. Did you, uh, so the numbers are released after the first 24 hours. 10 million users uh, within the first day that I signed up. And over 1.3 million hours of content consumed within the first 24 hours. Bro, the, the reruns. Of Disney's like I went to we went to the homie's house we were playing Dungeon the Dragon and this kid literally just watched Disney Plus all day yeah all day like honestly I could tell you so like that that's literally all I did as soon as as soon as the servers worked <laughs> as soon as they were live able to watch something Ducktales <laughs> well that's a good first choice yeah good. well it's not the OG one it's the new one that they did oh and I was just like dude this is so good so good very very invested if you guys need something new to watch if you have it watch the new Ducktales and so funny like so worthy to watch just straight up for the, like the tribute to Powerlines which is dude, classic yes. also the new uh, High School Musical show they have. High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> Again, the stupidest name for a show I've ever heard in my it entire. It's a musical it about the movie, right? It's a musical. Yes. It's a show okay. that's a musical about the musical. A little, a little, a little backstory. 
so High School Musical, uh, the high school that exists, East High, is an actual high school, mm. like in real life. But they're not the Wildcats. They're the Snow Leopards. Okay? Or like the Leopards or something like that. So, obviously, people far and wide have, like, found this. I think it's in, like, Utah or something like that. And so, people, like, go there and they're like, oh, it's East High. So, what they did was kind of like a meta, like, base in reality. East High, the Leopards, are putting on a musical, high school musical, and it is now a show, the series. That is the strangest. Man, that's intense. <laughs> so many loops. What? Yeah. It's, it's so funny. So I watched the first episode, uh, and it is very intriguing, very, very meta for people that like that kind and of thing. And it's in Utah? Yeah, the show Utah itself is in Utah. Yeah, okay, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't like, make sense. I, I, won't, I, don't, I don't know what better saying when you think about what High School Musical was. Anything like <laughs> it's like, oh, Utah, yeah. Because totally. you know, like, if they did it somewhere like Idaho, first of all, nothing happens in Idaho. I and there's think, way too much sand to be in Idaho. True. Very true. This is all very true. I was thinking like maybe East High being a place like, you know, East L.A. or anywhere in the East Coast. Well, I mean, not necessarily because if you think about schools and the way streets are named, it's never really indicative of where they are. Yeah, honestly, true. Because Shawnee Mission Northwest is actually like southeast. <laughs> In like, the grand scheme of things, I was like, <laughs> I don't know how you decided to name this direction northwest because this is cardinally southeast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an, like North Kansas City High School. Like it, make, like some stuff makes sense proprietary to where it is. But the grand scheme, yeah, sometimes like, ah, no. But anyway, so did, have you watched Disney Plus, Doug? No, I have not. But the, when I was going going out with Disney Plus, I enjoyed all the memes. Yeah. Yo, it's field day. Yeah. Field day. Right online, it, it is no longer Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then Netflix, like, is not going away. Netflix is still coming yeah. with some heavy hitters. And then they just out of nowhere it's like, oh yeah, y'all thought we were going away? No, they were Boom. pressed. They were Nickelodeon. Pressed. They were pressed. As soon as, <laughs> as, I, I swear, as soon as they saw those numbers from Disney Plus, they're just like, yo, Nick, this needs to happen. What do we need to do? Yeah, so uh, now Netflix and Nickelodeon are teaming up and Nickelodeon is going to bring their entire content library to Netflix, new so shows. So can make new shows. Or bring new bring shows, old bring over old ones, which again, I'm a little, I'm a little upset about because I pay the extra $4.99 for Nick and Lily on, on Amazon Prime. Sucks, it sucks. So I'm about to cancel that and just, but yeah, like everyone was like, oh, this is, I saw the bunch of me was like, we canceled cable to now have too many choices to get content from. We're not going to subscribe to all these. Uh, somebody said that. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, $12.99 gets you Hulu Plus, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus. Pay that twelve ninety nine, and then just pay your twelve ninety nine for Netflix. And, and most people are already paying the hundred dollars a year to have Amazon Prime, so you have Prime Video. So you got Prime Video. That's all you need. In case you didn't know, if you have Amazon Prime, you have automatically Prime Video. A lot of people don't know that. That's wild. Like I, there, there's no other way. There's no other avenue for me to watch Psych. So Christ. like, I need this. Jack Ryan <laughs> is what I watch on Amazon Prime. All the time. time I watch that. Super good. Super good. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to have time to really watch season two because I'm working a lot right now. So I'm, I don't want. I don't want to piecemeal it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I was just like, while well, you're just waiting for Tabitha to come around. Who is Tabitha? Wait a I'm, minute. I'm talking about like, like while you're at. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay, yeah. Hello, this is Caleb. Yes, Tabitha. Uh, wait. Uh, <laughs> yes, all right. Cool. Now I'm following. I was like, Tabitha, wait a minute. Who is this person that I don't know about that's involved in my life? <laughs> We're not incriminating. But um, one of the crazy things, with all the original shows happening, 
one of the really cool ones that have come up recently is Rhythm and Flow. Yes. A really good show. I know you haven't had the opportunity to watch it. Yeah. Strongly encourage everyone who has not watched it to like just like watch an episode. They're like 50 minutes, 40, 45, 50 minutes long. Uh, some of those are like there's a couple episodes to it and they're straight up an hour and one of them is exactly one hour and one minute. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing but this. It's, uh, but it's a really good look at like people trying to make it into the hip-hop industry. Yeah, and so one of the things that was surprising about me for the show, because as soon as I heard Netflix is doing a hip-hop show, I'm like, oh, here we go with this nonsense again. And then it was like, the title was called Hustle and Flow. I'm like, oh, this is going to be real hot garbage. And they announced the judges. It's going to be Cardi B. And I was like, I'm out. I'm out. And it was like Chance the Rapper. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I might be back. And I was like, and T.I. I'm like, okay, now I have no clue what's going on. Because T.I. and Chance, I can get. Cardi and Chance, I can get. But Cardi and T.I., I, 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 I mean, they're there for good reason. They're, they're, but they're there for good reason. And so I totally ignored the show. And then... I listened to the Joe Budden podcast, and Joe talked about how one of his friends who works at Netflix gave him a call and was like, hey, we're trying to do a show. What do you think? And he gave him a bunch of ideas and says, if you do this, it's going to be garbage. If you do this, it might be okay. And then he never heard from Netflix again. And then six months later, Hustle and Flow popped up, and he goes, oh. Rhythm and Flow? That one, yeah. Rhythm and Flow popped up. And it was like, Hustle and Flow, I'm pretty sure it was a mixtape. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, and a mixtape. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it popped up, and then... Everyone started to buzz about how good it was. Big Boy talked about how good it was. Uh, yeah, Big Boy, Neighborhood. Uh, I think it's wild all the guest judges and appearances that they had on there. Which is what okay. Which is what so, they kept so, talking so, so, about. So, so, okay, yeah. hold on. Sorry. Okay, Doug. Yeah. I'm going to break it down for you because I know that's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your question. Okay, so for the first episode, what they did was they had uh, T.I., Chance, and Cardi like all convened in L.A. just to meet a couple of prospects to like invite to... Um, open tryouts. Open tryouts to like make it to the main stage in LA, and so from there they then broke and went to their own like originating city. So Cardi went to New York, Ti went to Atlanta, Chance went to Chicago to find people to try out to send to LA. And so what they did was in each of their cities, they invited uh, notable hip hop icons on there to be guest judges with them to help critique like some like your performances. Mama. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so like uh Cardi had uh Fat Joe and then I don't I don't remember who else she had uh with him. Uh um, it was Jadakiss. Jadakiss oh, in New York. That's yeah, a good that's yeah, a good, yeah. good, good problem good ju- guest judges for that city. Um Chicago uh the when he first touched down uh Chance had Lupe with him. Um I don't know if he was stayed around for um, the actual like open tryouts, but I, I don't even remember who he had with him. Ti had, Ti had a uh, killer Mike. Yeah, he had killer. Yeah, killer Mike for like his first set of picks where he wanted to pick hand pick certain people, and then they went down to. I'm pretty sure it was Magic City, but they cleaned it up a little bit. <laughs> I hope so. I was like. That looks like Magic City, but yeah. without the magic. Um, <laughs> so he had a uh, Big Boy and Quavo pop up. So those were Ti's judges. Mm-hmm. 
what I what I've noticed so far from the pattern, like they have a good uh, balance of like old school and new school. One hundred percent. It doesn't seem like it's favorable, like well, some sort of like medium. It's like oh wow, you got you know you got Jada Kiss on Fat Joe, and then you got Quavo, which is one of the probably one of the artists yeah. right now. Yeah, know? yeah. And the thing is, like, and going through like the overtries, like all these people that are. Uh, performing and then obviously the people that are just like uh, this is this is my shot like these are like people I've looked up to these are songs that I've like tried to copy from and like make my own style and then just giving them all these nuggets is just like dude we love it but we can't understand what you're saying uh, that's cool but it's like what's, what's like what's, what's memorable like, yeah it's like I it's like the hook's supposed to be catchy it's supposed to be memorable something that people can put in captions and stuff like that and, yeah. and just like all these stuff people don't think about when songwriting they're just like I just need to put the hardest song I have out there and like everyone kind of sounds the same. Yeah. Um, well, I was actually shocked that uh, Chance was so critical on people who were lyrical. He goes, yeah, like, yeah, you're very lyrical. Like, it's almost too lyrical. Like, I do, do, it's too many words, too many syllables. Like, I, the message is unclear. And I was like, you would think the chance would be the one to be like, okay, yeah, I like support this. When Cardi was there for one thing, are you selling records and do you look dope? Yeah, <laughs> can you yeah. can you put on a show? And most, I mean, and I was shocked at how often she was like, yeah, you could probably sell a show, but your rap sucks. Sorry, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and she was she actually had a hard time. She was like. I'm gonna be too nice. That's why I need Fat Joe. And Fat Joe one time was like, "Bro, you suck. You're lucky I let you finish your raps off." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like all these progressions, and then obviously the being the main judges, Ti, uh, Cardi, and Chance all convened back in LA with the people that selected from their cities, uh, pushing on to like they have like the final four in the final, uh, the final round, and it, it is just like challenge after challenge. It's just like battle rap. Um, Collaborations. Doing, like, collaborations, doing a music video, singles, um, doing samples, single, sampling, partnering with, uh, doing a remix to a popular song, so actually performing with the artist, what? and then doing a full scale production and show for the final. Yeah, it's only eight episodes. Um, the first three are the tribes in a different city, and then the first, like, so when you get to episode four, it goes really quick because, like, Boom, 30 people show up day one. Oh, we're so excited for this opportunity. This, 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 this. All right, cool. See the groups that you're in? This is your cypher group. We're going to go in a cypher. Half of you are going to go home. Oh, they're they're from their own music, right? So now, is there any, I guess now, I don't want to jump too soon, but is there any artist or song that you're like, yo, that's my track because of this show? Uh, Last Supper. So, yeah, yeah. So, from the, uh, do you care about spoilers? No, no, it's fine. No, no, no. Uh, so f- the four finalists that get to the end, and crazy enough, so uh, I talked with our buddy Roscoe about it because uh, we're just like as I was watching, I was like texting him. Um, so like the four finalists, there's this guy uh, who ended up winning all D Smoke. Uh, there's uh, Flawless, Real Talk, uh, Troy Man, and then London B. Out of all of them, like D Smoke had, so his was Last Supper really dope song like he's gonna be a phenomenal uh artist so he's bilingual english spanish nice. uh, and just like throws in there so flawlessly uh but troy man i think troy man is gonna be huge oh yeah and then yeah i was in the car like listening to the final songs i'm like it's also on apple music for those that don't know so you can go find rhythm and flow and it has the the final four like their tracks on apple music yeah and then it like the final, the final I thought was, like, the best way they could possibly do a final. Like, okay, 
everything you've been doing is built up to this. That's another thing I noticed. It's like, okay, we're going to put you with an artist. You're going to collaborate them. We're going to get you with the producer. You're going to learn how to make samples and move your own song. We're going to have you do a live performance. Okay, now put it all together and do a live performance like it's your concert. And it was beautiful because they're like, here, we're going to give you a really good producer in the beginning. And then for the final show, they brought out the big names. I mean, Take Keith, Hit Boy. Um, London on the track. Yeah, London on the track. And um, what was the other one? Soundwave, the guy who produced the entire Black Black Panther album. Okay. Yeah. And so it's just like... They are. They were already. It wasn't like they were working with Scrubs before. It was oh, yeah. like um, G Dave. No, this is like yo. This is huge. Then he gets the end. You're like yo. <laughs> exactly. So they're already working with like some of the best producers already, and then they're like, okay, these are the top ten. Yeah, yeah. These aren't even like the top. These are like top five of the top ten producers they, in the world. The household names. Exactly. Like you hear Take Heath on the beat. You already like yeah. if you if you are outside walking and you hear a rap song, you might it might be a Take Heath beat. Who doesn't have London on the track now? Like. Seriously. Exactly. So, I mean, they're pop stars. There's a country artist with with London on the track. I didn't know that. What? Yeah, like country artists are, are going to like hip-hop producers. It just shows your skill, man. <laughs> 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 just <one time. laughs> but yeah, um, and it came out beautifully. I think uh, D Smoke, start to finish, was the most polished, the most produced. And then after the show ended, like when the show first aired, like it was announced that he won. He was being interviewed by Big Boy, and he was like, he almost didn't even get on the show in the first place because he felt like it was going to be tacky. And the producer called him twice because he was like, yo, you got to come to tryouts. And he was like, nah, man, it's not my thing. And he was like, I think I'm just going to skip. And then they called him the day of tryouts. He's like, where are you? You need to come and you need to be here for this. Mm-hmm. And he ended up winning the whole thing. The produ- and whoever that producer was is like clearly saw the talent. Like, exactly. Exactly. Because one thing I learned, again, through watching interviews is like the producer of the show wanted it to be good. So not only did they like talk with Cardi and T.I. And, and Chance about what to make this authentic, they actually went into like the streets. They actually went to Snoop Studio. They were in LBC. They were hanging out with Finn Staples. They were in New York. They were hanging out at Fat Joe's house. He was hanging out with Khaled. Like, how can we bring a real hip-hop show? So they obviously got a open tryouts and had random people come through, but they went into the neighborhoods with like, you were good. You should be here. We want you to come to this tryouts. I, I, I think that um, whoever produced this, um, whoever they are, I feel like that's a, a sense of respect to them because, you know, like they clearly love the culture. It's like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this right exactly. now. Exactly. Own, own investment. But like we, we view this as an art form. We wanted to make sure people view it. Hey, this ain't some like quick buck scheme. Like, of course, it is what it is to get ready to get your money. But at the same time, can we be proud of our product? That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Especially because, you know, um, they were giving the winner two hundred fifty thousand dollars. D Smoke got and like it's it's two hundred fifty k cash free. Non contractual. Non contractual. Uh, I found out that uh, the show actually paid the taxes too, so they actually got the full two fifty. What? Yeah. Ooh. So I was just like, so they they can really do a lot with that. Exactly. Project. Exactly. Project, you know, exactly. Like, hey. You give me two hundred fifty. I don't know. I could spend a lot of money on some dumb things, but I don't know if I could spend two fifty on some dumb stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, I think D-Smoke is going to be huge. I think Flawless is actually going to be the biggest of the three, if you ask me. I, uh, no, I take it back. London is. No, London I, to I me. Think, I think Troy Manuel. Really? I think Troy Manuel. Troy Man's got that Atlanta thing going on no, for see, sure. Here's the thing. So, but uh, he sounds like everybody else from Atlanta. He sounds like B.O.B. He sounds like... I don't, uh, 
old B.O.B. maybe. Yeah, he sounds like old, new B.O.B. is. Uh, it doesn't sound like the Migos, which is good for him. Yeah, yeah. but he you sounds know, like see, every other. Like, I think every one of the things Atlanta that artist. benefited him uh, is that for the last two challenges, he literally got the perfect pairings for the producer and for the artist. Yeah, he, he killed that. He killed that take. He so. So he got Take Heath for like his final production, but his collaboration, he, he did a remix with Ty Dolla Sign. And it was fire. Yes. It was amazing. Yes. What was the one song? Um, Paranoid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he murked it. Dude. He murked it. I wish they would have done pineapples because I think he would have smoked that even more, but um, that was a whole different yeah, conversation yeah. for a different day. But, but I think like it's, it's, it's kind of like what we're trending towards, like what we've kind of been doing is – uh, as a culture, people are absorbing not quite the trap rap, but like the hype, like what's going to get in clubs? Like what are people going to be bopping? I can vouch for that. So I've been clubbing for like the last four or five weekends. And like, dude, there's some certain hip hop songs that no matter which club I went to, they were there. And like, not just Drake aside, but you're right. It's everyone's like, you got the hip hop, especially even when it was the old school stuff. It's just kind of like that bop yeah, like, yeah. and then everyone can sing along to it. not only that is it, a, is it something that you can actually um, move to like you know because you know having those when there's like a, a simple beat yeah there seems to be better dancers on the floor <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah 100% yeah. so it's like he's right it's like something what can we go like what can we like just let loose to and that's oh god so what songs so you say you've been you've been hearing the same sector oh. songs what songs yeah. have you been hearing okay so obviously if we go back um, everyone's one of the great but the one that was killing especially in the Midwest I was a, a country grammar and like yeah. it, it's an old song in, in all ages like it was just kind of like this is just one of those songs that hits it's like oh my god like I don't know maybe it's right here in Kansas City but I heard it there everyone's like I got to the point where I started listening to it so I could rap along to it <laughs> <laughs> That song's a banger. Hey, Tiger and YG knocked that one out the park. Yes. All I'm saying is if uh, D Smoke ever just dropped like one club hit with him being bilingual, oh my gosh. Yeah. That man would make millions. He's got an EP on iTunes right now that I just picked up and I was just like, man, this guy's really good. And my initial fear was like, he's from Inglewood. He's so California. He's got such a deep, like, voice and like he's so poetic I'm like I feel like people are gonna try and be like nah this is knockoff Kendrick but that bilingual thing really is like separates him it like really like it's like it's not just like oh I can speak Spanish he was a Spanish teacher and so like he legit can so he flow it really well with the fam, he speaks like Monday I was like I have no clue what he's saying but I'm vibing with like, it so he so during his music video challenge um, he so they're just like, hey guys, we're giving you like these top production like uh, music video people like just go. Uh, you have a certain amount of time, just go make this music video, come back and present us your final product. And so he did it all about like where he grew up. He like back home, like all essentially all the people in the gangs, just like uh, both in the black community, the Hispanic community, and like all coming together. And so what he did was when he was rapping. 
uh, when he flipped to Spanish, obviously, like, he made everything rhyme. But then, like, he also did it to where, like, the translations on the screen did, like, the rough translations. So, like, they rhymed as well. And it's just, like... <laughs> it rhymed in English and Spanish at the, the same time. The like, intricacies. Of it, I was like, oh, my gosh. This is, he's real good. I, I feel he's like he's the good. most talented of the four that made it to the final. I think highest star power. I still want to go with London again. Yeah, just she's like, just yeah. got the luck. I mean, the imagery. They powered her up with Tiana Taylor, and I'm like, they could be sisters. They yeah. could be cousins. They look the attitude, so, the behavior. But the here's whole. the thing. So like, like I said, I was talk, talking to Roscoe about this, and he was like, he's like, London could be good if she plays her cards right, but feels like the trajectory of her is like, couple of hit songs, everything else. She's just really gonna. Fly under the radar and mostly do features. Do you okay. see that? Do you I, see that I, can, I can see that. Yeah, I can see either she pops into this huge star or she has a couple of songs that pop and then just becomes a future, a future uh, feature, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if that's like necessarily like a doomed career because like you're still getting money from that, but like is that what you want to do? I guess at some point it's just like the love for your career. Or just like what's making money? Basically, being the backup. Okay, with being the backup. Yeah, the future. That's a tough one. But by star power, what do you mean though? Just by perspective, like this person could sell more, or the, sense of, or the sense more of influence. I guess that's kind of so. Yeah, yeah. So like, if I, by star by star power, I mean like, okay, this person is gonna go on an arena tour, Sprint Center, these big stadiums, oh. and sell tickets. I think the people who can sell the most tickets. Uh, I'm gonna go with you on this one. Uh, Troy Man, Troy Man can sell some tickets. He, I could see him popping up at Providence Amphitheater. I could see him being at Sprint Center. Uh, I don't know if I can see him. I don't, I don't see him headlining at Sprint Center, but he could definitely like be a give, give him a couple years. Um, honestly, I'm more interested to see like what he does with his first project after this because the crazy thing is, uh, so they're talking about like, they have access to all these resources and like the people that they're meeting and the connections. Uh, so he partnered with Tay Keith and literally after he performed. Keith was like look man uh, it's like no matter what happens just like I got you on your next project he's like he's like come to me it's like we'll make your next project happen so like I'm interested to see when that happens for sure because that I think will be a good precedent 100%. for like is he going to be headlining at Sprint Center or is he just going to be like I'm going on tour with my boy yeah and again I, I, I think he's I think he can kill I could see again like because of the persona, how loud they are, how bright they are, the way they rap, I think London B and Troy Man could be the biggest stars. But as far if we're going to get into um, the flow part of rhythm and flow, like technicality, rapping, actually putting in putting out good music and songs that I, I would actually listen to in my car because I, I refuse to listen to trash in my car. <laughs> I spend more time in my car than I spend in my house. So if I'm, li- yeah, I'm listening to music in the car, it's got to bang. Um, Flawless is amazing. The dude is really, really good. Um, I still put... Uh, I, th- I think Flawless is just like... I, I don't want to say he's like too old, but like in terms of like his range of where he's at in his career, yes, he still wants to make it. Yes, there is still room for people in this industry, no matter like what age. I range, see I him. Like he's... I don't want to say too old because I see him, I see him being a star, yeah, but like a regional star, like like a really really big star, but yeah, a regional yeah. star, like a Tech Nine. How, how, how old is the guy? He's thirty one, thirty two. Yeah, but he can maybe can have a reimagery like uh, two chains. Yeah, look, yeah, two, two, 
He went from titty boy to two chains, and this is true. This is very true. Nothing is impossible. But I think like with the the style that he goes for, because like primarily he's a. I don't know if you saw it, but on Twitter during like the battle rap part, he completely eviscerated yeah, he, he his opponent. That. He bodied her, and like obviously he's experienced like this battle rapper. Uh, I actually I don't even know if he had like a background in battle rapping, but like he, I, I think he did. He, he did battle rap for a while, and he actually has been performing. He's got. Um, I feel like he's one of those artists that they approached like personally, like, hey, you should be on this because he didn't come in. As like, oh, I'm trying to make it. He's like, again, he's got a bit of a buzz. He's got. Oh, okay. So he, he has a little bit of a following. Yeah, now. he's got a bit of a following. And I think he has like 10 mixtapes. He's been doing this for like 10 years. Yeah, his, yeah. his first kid at like 17. Uh, and he's been rapping like since he was 17. So obviously he's never quite blown. That's why I feel like the show will probably give him the edge to blow up a little bit more. Okay. And for him to pop and like do college tours and by college tours I'm like every college town has an arena the Granada in in Lawrence Columbia has one K-State has one I could see him doing all these like college tours and like doing like the regional fest or whatever I don't know if I see him headlining at Sprint Center maybe that's just me because I don't know I think his look is a little outdated uh, yeah. his rhymes are a little stiff to me um, I would say would you think but technically like as far as like the technicality of rapping and knowing what to do and how to rap he knows all of that he's one of the best the experience shows exactly the experience shows he's just better gotcha because I was always thinking like you, you said something that kind of stuck, stuck, stood out to me he's like he already has 10 he said mixtapes or 10 albums yeah 10 mixtapes do you think that would benefit him after the fact that he went on the show to have that much I guess this ex- exactly because I went to I went to iTunes to find D Smoke stuff and he's only got 10 songs period and like Two of them are from the show, so. And then you now you're kind of wondering, oh, if he's gonna release something, you're more likely gonna listen to it now because you're like, I don't know, I, I just, whatever is refreshing still on the mind. But with someone like Flawless, oh, I kind of know what you're about because I had this much, you know, time to like figure out who you are. As a exactly, exactly. And again, or try. They try exactly because some of those songs, I mean, I skipped a ton of them. Like, oh, this this is definitely from 2002. <laughs> <laughs> yup. But you know, it's a. Uh, all of them have now. They've all a. It's up. It's, it's up to them to capitalize on the connections that they made. Because if I'm any of a single one of them, especially if I'm D Smoke, he and Miguel killed that. Yeah. And Miguel's like, yo, you're my yeah, brother. For, if like, you a for a remix of uh, Skywalker, and it was like my favorite version. I was like, take Travis Scott off. Give me this version. I want this what? version. Like that. I, I was like. Take the whole Travis Scott version, throw it away. Give me the D Smoke version. Whoa. It was that good. Um, okay. I was like, if I'm him, I'm calling Miguel up next time I'm doing a song. I'm like, I'm, I'm calling Miguel, like, yo, if you're going on tour, let me open up for you. Like, that's, if I'm D Smoke, that's how I'm building my brand. I am teaming up with uh, Soundwave and Take Keith. I'm teaming up with Miguel. I'm teaming up with John Legend. John Legend wants to do a song with him. Chance loves him, and T.I. was like, yeah, I want to sign you. Like, you can keep the money. I want to help you manage the money. So I'm, if I'm him, I'm doing all of that. I'm going on tour. With T- I'm, I'm, I might not okay. sign to T.I. because T.I., as much as I love the Trouble Man, his record right now is not great. Uh, <laughs> and the whole thing, yeah. With, yeah. with, with yeah. Iggy, yeah. Uh, yeah. we don't want to talk about that. But. Uh, no, I wasn't talking about that, but yeah, that too. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. 
But if I'm him, that's what. If I was any one of those four, that's what I would do. If I was Troy, man, I am locking in with with Take Keith. Where, wherever Take Keith is going, I'm going with it. Whatever your bond or connection is strongest, go with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> now you guys kind of have some soul. I know what I'm gonna be doing today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to see what this is about. Yeah, it, it's it's eight hours well spent. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out because. Oh man! Literally, you know what's even worse? Because I was like, I want uh, when you guys told me rhythm and flow, I had this idea with when we were talking about rhythm and flow. So I was kind of like, kind of trying to like get some songs so I could speak about them. And then the whole time, like uh, YouTube videos of the show came on. Like thinking about all that, I was like, time. So I'm like, oh, this that, and I was like, oh, that's cool, but
You may not know who it is, but you know the song. Yeah. Um, he's so, controlling the airwaves. And it's like, yeah, and he's dominated. That Kirk album didn't hit as hard as I thought it should have. But now that the visuals are following up, yeah. I think that's one thing that makes the baby different. Like, his music is good. But his music hits harder with the videos, and I think his, he marketed himself so well. Like every interview I've, I've seen of him, or like his shows, like he just seems like this guy, like who like just kind of has it together. It one hundred percent. And just like when he did a he did a show one time, uh, I, I don't know what show, but one of the cool things is he was walking up to fans and like f- f- rapping along with him. Like, yeah, I mean, I like imagine that, like seeing that as some as a fan, like a big fan, like oh, I want to go to a show now, which is more encouraging. Like he interacts with the fans. And also did a he did an interview with Big Boy and I, I really loved that one. I was yeah, like, it was oh. a really good interview. After that, I literally downloaded the album. I'm like, okay, like I give I give you I give you a shot. Yeah, no, but uh, he's got this artist Stunnerful Vegas, which I don't want to sound like a hater, but I cannot stand Stunnerful Vegas. I'm just like, bro, why why are you here? You're just here. He just he dropped the song with Takeoff. Uh, no, it's Offset, so it's even worse. He drops a song with Offset, and off, Offset starts the song off, and as soon as Offset stops rapping, I always turn the song off. I'm like, I skip, because I can't stand mm-hmm. Stunner's part. Well, it was kind of like uh, when they did the uh, Furious 7 soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, right out. Yeah. As soon as Wally's verse is done, as, as far as I'm concerned, the song's done. <laughs> <laughs> the song's over. Everybody else comes after Wally, go home. Uh, yeah, there's just... Certain artists are again. I don't see Stunner, Stunner making it, but the baby, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be around for at least another five years. After five years, I don't know if, what we'll get with him, but we'll see. He's another one that has a very particular flow, mm-hmm. like unmistakable. He's got a very particular flow. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna change. I hope it does, but it's working for him right now, so use it. That's what I was gonna think, think about. Is, um, some artists are, who have multiple flows, like I love them. Like I was, uh, I was writing down examples, or even in maybe I didn't like at first, but now that I got him, I don't like getting thug. I want to like first of all, but now I'm like, I see it. It's like, dude, I get it. Like, you, <laughs> I get it. For me, it all clicked at the J Cole show. So a few years ago, there was this whole thing about J Cole doesn't like doing artists, blah blah blah. And I guess Thug's name came up, and J Cole's whole thing was like, I don't. It's not that I dislike this artist. I just want to make sure that you know they're doing something that's gonna last. And like, I guess they squashed the beef or whatever. And J Cole took Thug on tour. Thug opened up for J Cole, and we were at the concert. Yeah, that's. And when great. sorry that Jaden wasn't there. So so upset that Jaden wasn't there. But when Thug came on, all of a sudden out of nowhere, I sang every single lyric. For every song for 13 and a half minutes. And I'm like, I was like, yo, this dude really got some hits. (laughs) I was like, like when Best Friend came on, I was the loudest one in the stadium. (laughs) I kid you not. I was going hard. I was like, yo, Thug really got some hits. And ever since then, I'm like, all right, cool. I rock with Thug. I don't rock with everything Thug does, but... Mm -hmm. And some things I'm like I'm not gonna lie, that's on it's on rotation sometimes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, mannequin challenge when that came on, I was jumping around like the Brooklyn Nets for a week straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So okay, you said the artist won in the show two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? Yeah, and it, let's, let's ignore production, like you know what I'm saying, like you know, all that's gonna be there. But like, what artist will you try to pay a, a verse for your for your project? Because you get two hundred fifty thousand, you know, you, you can. Mm. You, well, it depends. What's it, the, what's the going rate? Ex- 
Well, we, I think we can. We can. We, I think we can make some decisions. What uh, Gucci was charging fifty k for a freestyle. You know that kind of gives. If the Gucci charges that much, I'm assuming two chains at his peak of his prime was charging hundred k. Yeah. You know, so like I guess if we think about that that radius, it's like okay. We'll just say average of twenty. Yeah. Okay. If we do twenty, I'm giving y'all five. I'm giving five features. That's max. Well, who, who are you giving those features to? Again, if I'm D Smoke. No, 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 like. If, if it's you, like, me personally, are we talking about like? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you guys won the, won the show, if it's me personally, first person I'm getting a feature from is 100 um, percent Travis right now, just because the Travis feature is a Travis feature. Like it is, definitely is. Regardless of what you do, that song's gonna hit a million songs, like a million. I mean, yeah, yeah. like a Travis feature is a Travis feature at this point. Ah, um, I, I sound terrible because like I like my rap roots are so ingrained in the south like all, all, every artist that's coming to my head is like, it's like Gucci I want a Gucci feature just because it's it'd be so flossy I definitely want to do some with the Migos but I can't have three features from everyone from the south and no one from the like, um, New York or the west coast if, if we're if we're doing three features one Lupe I um I don't know. There's, there's not like a lot of people that like. Honestly, that I, that I really if I get five with. features, I, I I really would do one with Tory Lanez right now, just because I think Tory Lanez is banging things at the park. Um, I want a uh, Tay Rock, not Tay Rock, J Rock. I want a J Rock feature, okay, a J Go feature, a Migos feature, and then if we can make the math work. I really want Gucci, Travis, and Thug on a song. <laughs> Somehow, let's make it happen. I, um, like, I, so, like, and like, are we sticking specifically with hip hop or just like in general, I, like, I would, to like enhance the song? I would. I guess to enhance the song. To enhance the song. Okay. Uh, so, I, how many did you pick? You picked five. Yeah. Okay. So if I if I were to go with five artists, so Lupe. I don't want Khalid to hop on a track. Oh, oh man. Fire, bro. Uh, I would definitely want to team up with uh, Jaden. Okay, Jaden Smith. Uh, Chance. Because I feel like Chance has some really good features. Well, I guess it depends on, like, who he's with. But mostly, like, his features are pretty solid. Um, and I'd throw in a wild card just because I love the way he raps. John Bellion. Yeah. Yo, I, I was laying on the John Bellion track. I remember I first heard of him when I saw Logic on, on, on one of his first tours, and I was like, ah, oh, who is this guy? Now, like, I see him everywhere. I got like, oh, this stuff again. I was like, yo. Yeah. This man creates some beautiful music. It really is. There's, I, I remember there was just, like, like I've heard him rap on different songs. I was like, I was like yeah. It's like, it's like, ooh, John Bellion, man of many talents. But there was one that, snippet of a song he was, like, working on, or he was just messing around, and he was just... Literally, like the beef start, he cut it off. He went acapella, and I was just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this man needs to drop this song yesterday." And uh, to have it on a song or like do an actual song, Ooh. that'd be dope. Ooh, I gotta take one of mine back. No, no take backs. Uh, or at least until after Doug goes. No, nah, I wouldn't. That was a take back. <laughs> Honestly, I would get rid of Thug, Gucci, and the Migos, replace them with Rick Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need I need a I need a Rick Ross with like the pianos. Maybach. Go home, bro. Like I don't understand how like 
And I don't understand how Rick Ross and the piano just like are never in the same room at the same time. But every time it's just he kills it. Like that's just one of his strengths. I think if we go for me, I gotta go. I gotta get a track of Frank Ocean. But I, I want the. I want that. I want that flow. You know when he's flowing when he goes between the singing and the flowing. Like I want, I want a verse like that. A feature like yeah, yo, please. Yeah, yeah. What can we do, Frank? Yeah. Is yeah, anybody who can sing? I feel like Frank has the best. The best lyrics. That's what, that's what I got. Like, I got to take yeah. him one day. Um, aside from that, I definitely with just because I'm, I'm a fan of his music right now, Saba from Chicago. Yeah, he's. Oof. I will love a Saba verse. Yeah. yeah. When I hear him on Best Me with a, a, I think Celebrity Look Cute. Oh, God. That feature on there is nasty. <laughs> nasty. Now, um, Kango, I got to get out of Chicago. So I feel like I will, if I go into the West, I have to go with Kendrick. I know it sounds cliche, but it's just kind of like I was listening to Rigor Mortis the other day, and I was just kind of like, man. And then, you know, then Ronald Reagan era, like, which was my favorite personal Kendrick time. I got to go with that. And then from the South, Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. I think to top it off, Big Crit. Yeah. <laughs> and he just right. He released the sub part six, I think. Yeah. God. I just feel like that. That's so first from Crit. Uh, any tracks like yes please it's just uh, yeah any any honorable mentions honorable mentions I mean you'd be crazy not to do a Drake feature oh yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, like, yeah, you would, yeah. like if you had the opportunity to do a Drake feature you say no you have lost your mind yes you are so stupid yeah that's if, 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 yeah, the opportunity's right. Yeah, who would say no? Like that makes no sense. Right? Who cares? He got booed at Camp Flogmo. They they don't know what they're doing. I mean, again, that's a fair. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah. talk about that though. Wasn't that, that a confusion? I feel like it was a confusion because they thought it was going to be Frank because Frank is tied to the camp and and well, like the actual like he, Frank, he, he does, Frank, Frank, no, Frank Frank doesn't perform. Well, uh, Frank Frank does Frank shows. Frank does Frank shows. That's about it. So they should have known. <laughs> but like. Is that any Again, reason to boo? Like, even Tyler was like, it wasn't a lot of people booing at first. It was a couple people booing. And then, like, kids and peer pressure and, like, and the hype of the moment. Then they started joining in. But my boy Josh was actually at the show. And it was just like, yeah, there were a lot of people who were hyped. But it was just, like, the people at the front that were the ones that were booing. And, like, Drake, I think, handled that like a champion. Because he, like, yeah. performed the song. was like, all right, I got one more. And then it started to boo. He goes, well, do you want one more? I could do one more. And he finished it off and was like, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Plans walking now. I'll see you later. And then he dipped. I also think that, if, especially if there's expectations, think about the fan, the, the, the fans of, like, Camp Flognog. Let's just think about that. Yeah, that, that crowd, that, that population. Ah. They don't really want I can kind of see that, especially if you really thought Frank was coming and like the nostalgia of like, oh my god, OF, maybe you and then you don't get that. So I can kind of see just the initial reaction of just a little bit of anger. You know, it's like nothing against Drake. And now, you know, the internet, of course, though. Oh, Drake got booed. It's like, oh, God. I mean, here's the thing. And Joe, again, shout out to Joe Budden Podcast. If you're not listening to Joe Budden Podcast and you're hip hop head, put your dislike for Joe as a human away and listen to the content of the show. Uh, Rory and Mal are really funny. This is a really good show. But they were saying, do you think he's just been on vacation this whole time? Just because he showed you a picture of a plane that he got, he's been working. That's what Drake does. He like goes on this massive world tour, gives you a couple features, and then goes back in the lab to work for a year and a half and then get ready for the next. So I was like, he took time away from his studio time to come to camp and then gets booed. Do you think he's going to forget that? It was like Joe's, I guess, perspective. Like he's probably gonna go in the studio and either kill everything he's working on 
or scrap it and start fresh and it's going to be a whole new different wave and a whole new different sound because being the biggest artist in the world and it get booed by a bunch of let's just just be honest the demographic for flog now is very white (laughs) very white very suburban very sometimes grungy um to go look at a bunch of little dirty little white kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, not trying to be derogatory, boy. They're just like they're not. The, they're not. They're gonna be a little dirty, and they get booed by you. Boo Drake. Drake. I think he handled that well, and Tyler handled that well too. Like Tyler really called out the crowd. Like you don't do that. Like you embarrass me in front of my guests. So I think I think everyone handled the situation well. And then for him to be like, oh yeah, I just signed a contract for ten years. Y'all gonna be seeing me to y'all thirty. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a good move on Drake's part. So yeah. Regardless of the initial situation, I think it all worked out for the rest. But I'm actually now interested to see if Drake and Tyler get in the studio and see what they do and see if Drake keeps on trend with the music he has been making or if things change. Man, I wish we could see, but man, the Reddit never fails on that regard. I remember all these memes coming out like, oh, Drake got blue. It's like, man, dude, it's not that deep. Yeah. It's not that deep. It's really that. Is Wasn't his... Uh... Scorpion was the last one. Yeah, Scorpion was too long. Yeah. Scorpion again. Wasn't that wasn't that his last album? <coughs> OVO is it or like what? Uh, I think it was his last album on uh, the Birdman thing, Cash Money. Ah, we'll see though. Speaking of the Joe Budden podcast, I want to go back to this. Yo, he was going off on the own Logic verse. Oh, that video had me. Oh, he killed Logic for that. He <laughs> killed again. I want. I want to. Feel, I feel like I should defend Logic a little bit because he's not that bad. The joke. Joe killed him. I was, no, but, but it was what, so funny it, though. You whatever. I heard the. I heard the verse before I watched the video, and then I watched the video. When you hear the verse initially, you're like, "Oh, it's not that bad." Yeah, and then, then you when, see the video. Yeah, you you're like just like break it down the way he did. It's like, "Oh, I didn't really like that." that <laughs> and then it's something for show. Whoa, like yeah, hey, for show. Sure. Whoa, I'm, whoa. I'm, I'm trying to get this. Trying to get this verse. How he's gonna rap this bar? And I, and I really like took it serious. I'm like, "Yo, this man raps. Like, you're right. He's really analyzing this verse." And I'm like, "Damn." He broke it down and just like, "Yeah." After 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 a rapper breaks something down like that, you never see, you never hear it the same way again. It's like a sports analyst was one of athletes used to play a sport and then bring down a play. You're like, "Wow." Yeah. I didn't see it that like that at all. Look, this is why you're a professional. This, this <laughs> is why you're a professional. I'm trying to be professional. All right. So speaking of. Uh, Retired rappers and good rappers. Like, so who are you listening to now, and who are you looking forward to? Like, Saint John up. Saint John is amazing. Thank All you. All I want is a yacht. <laughs> oh my god! And then he's that when he goes, my, when he goes, my favorite line of the whole album. He goes, yo. He goes, my, the flow was dope. My credit is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so cool. it just kind of like he was bragging about. I was like, oh yeah, good credit, man. Let's go. Like, was, yeah, Saint John. So I think like, Saint John has one of the most electrifying personalities. In all of music, period. You call him a rapper, call him a singer, call him whatever you want. The dude is a star. Yeah. Call him what and you want, but just don't call me broke. Facts. And I've never seen someone wear bright leather pants like that since Eddie Murphy, and he's killing it. Man is wearing bright leather, red leather pants in the middle of the summer. Fam, I can do it. Yeah, teach his own. All credit to him, yeah. St. John's an amazing artist. Uh, I've been listening to Melly. She signed to Tory Lanez. Okay. Uh, I think she's a Puerto Rican out of 
the Bronx. If I said any of that wrong, please don't come for my head. Uh, <laughs> she could be Dominican from East Side for all I know. Uh, but she she's another one of those artists who sings, raps, and is bilingual. So she'll be singing in English and flow right in Spanish and then flow right back. And I'm like, wait a minute, when did that when did that happen? And you never lose the feel of the song and it comes right back and you're just like, all right, cool, this is dope. I don't know if she could... I don't know what her future holds, but I'm interested to see what Melly does in the future. And um, Tory Lanez just dropped Chicks Tape 5 or Chicks Tape 4. Uh, I don't know, Chicks Tape 5. And it's really, really good. It's really good. Like, it's not, it's no longer a mixtape. It's a full-length album. He's got all the clearances. He's got T-Pain on there, Fabulous on there, Snoop Dogg on there. It is a solid, solid project. My favorite song is the one with Chris Brown on it. And I'm just like, yeah, I've been waiting a long time for this. So I think Tory's going to... Tory either plateaus right here or he elevates to another level. I'm interested to see what happens. I, I got a message with Tory Lanez the last couple of years. I really got into him recently. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where he, I was late on the Tory, Tory Lanez. Was, I think what really got him more of a fan is we started doing those little those battle raps for everybody. Exactly. And I was like, oh, man. The whole joining thing was, was, a fun, was a fun little escapade. Yeah. And also, oh, I don't know if you listened to Gang Stars, one of the best yet. With, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Bad Name. That was pretty good. My favorite language, I, I, I hate giving good people bad news. It's like so, like, oh, man, I get that. I don't know. But I've been listening to all that kind of stuff. I've, I've been trying to get more into the hype stuff because I feel like growing up, especially with music, uh, listening to rap's always been about lyrics and, you know, what's the message saying. But as of late, it's just kind of like, man, I'm just trying to cake it right now. yeah. It's like what slaps? What it's like what's gonna get the boys turned? <laughs> no, that's when you said the baby, you just brought all those memories like, yes. Yeah, no, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like, no one gets a party packing off like the baby. Like, period. I'm just so. thinking about like all the college parties that are experiencing this, like as it's happening. Yeah, you're in college and the baby's like, right now. Cranking uh, the baby. It's like when Soldier Boy first dropped. <laughs> I can't imagine being in college and Soldier Boy is like the number one artist in the world. The dance been a silly. wild time. Uh, speaking of those two songs, I went, uh, man, I'm not going to put this place now, but I went there, they were playing uh, Soldier Boy, Crank That, and then the amount of people that started hitting the floor, I was kind of shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I looked around, I was like, wait a minute. It's like a year. Is, like, this? is this throwback night? <laughs> like, what is happening? And then I didn't see so many people get happy for Soldier Boy in such a long time. <laughs> like, like, Soldier Boy came out at a much simpler time in their lives, so yeah. <laughs> that's and I'll that's, say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, no. Every time Soldier Boy comes on, regardless of the antics he gets himself into. What if, what if Soldier Boy dropped an album tomorrow? No one would listen. <laughs> well, he'd, are you sure? Yeah, he would get plays, are you but sure? nostalgia is uh, a powerful tool. I. Yeah, you're right. I'm, be, I'm not asking whether it would be good. Okay, you're right. I'm asking if he dropped an album tomorrow, would you listen to it? If it po- if it just popped up on my screen, it was a couple clicks away. Sure, like, yeah. I <laughs> but like, if it came out, I'm like, all right, like you know, like, if you one of those things, like the YouTube playlist would take me there, but I wouldn't go there of my own volition, or like it it wasn't a if it, if he popped a song and I heard it on the radio or it popped up on my iTunes, I would listen. I don't know if I would go find it unless it really had like some new fire, but. Uh, I thought it was still trying to make a new Nintendo or the Soldier Boy Game Station, whatever he's calling it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not sure what this man is up to this point. Oh man! What I love about when they just when they all everyone just exposed that it was just a different game system with a different like I was like oh god. <laughs> yeah, at one point I was giving oh wow this dude actually made his own game system that was cool like I was, I was all shocked like damn I didn't even know he was into that and then of course the story's coming out oh he just paid bought up another game system I'm like oh god yeah I mean. 
He tried. I even gave him trying, but try harder next time. But yeah, as far as that's concerned. I don't know. If it's that easy to make a game station, I'll make one tomorrow. Imagine the Mac, the Mac game station? Yeah, I don't it's know what just, call it. It's just Darkwing Duck? It's, it's sell more than Xbox. <laughs> Golly, leave Xbox alone. Yeah, my Uncle Phil was on Twitter talking about, yeah, Xbox made mistakes. Oh, yeah, we know. We all know. Uh, well yeah, he, he finally admitted that the Xbox was, a, was like, yeah, going to the next generation, we definitely are mindful of the price point. Um, because with Xbox One, we were... $100 more expensive than PlayStation, and yes, we were less powerful. So he admitted that they were too expensive and they were less powerful than the PS4. So you gotta, I mean, take your L's where they may lay. Are you, are you still gaming a little, at all? Not recently. I haven't been doing any of that. That's why I'm so upset because I'm like, oh, I would have to go to my sister's house to watch TV because I told myself I was gonna play no games and not watch TV for a year. So that's kind of the only thing I've watched is like some random anime show here and there. Oh, what anime are you watch right now? Just um, My Hero Man. Just watched the most recent episode. I'm not going to get too deep. Oh, uh, so good. Hiroshima going up. So good, so good, so good. He's a beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the details of like his body is cracking up. I was like, damn. <laughs> my boy is coming up in the world. No, it's been so good to watch my hero, uh, especially after like finally reading the manga. I'm still not on the same level as these guys, so I still got to be careful of spoilers. Um, but I'm just like reading the manga and then watching the animation come to life. I'm just like, ugh, this is so good. All of this is just so good. Um, so I'm hyped for more my hero for sure. We're in a great time with entertainment right now. Like in the sense of like, hey, I want to watch it that I enjoy. It's like the options are endless. Oh yeah, for sure. What am I going to do with all this? Oh, so many options. Especially with Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, Top Tier, Jack. Uh, Again, giving everybody some homework if you want to watch some dope content. If you have Disney Plus, watch The Mandalorian right now. It's dope. If you don't like Star Wars Jedi stuff, Fine, watch it anyway. It's still dope. Like I, I was watching it and I was legitimately glued to the television. I'm just like, everything about this like just pulls you in. Um, it's so good. Um, if you like some more hard knocks, greedy gangster stuff, watch Top Boy on Netflix. Uh, so it's that. I've okay. I haven't watched the new stuff. <laughs> like I, said, I haven't watched TV this year. Yeah. But. The oh, the first two seasons, man. So good. Oh, Summer House was so incredible. I'm still I'm still pissed about the when they, they threw the kid over the balcony. Hurt. I still think about that scene to this day. Some randomly, like one of the most vicious things I've ever seen. On right. TV. Like it just because you don't see much, but just the idea of that of like how it's like. Boom. I was like, oh god. I mean, yes, yeah. I'm ready. I'm, re- I'm re- All I'm saying is I'm ready for January. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I was like, listen, this has been enough. I'm ready. Yeah, Top Boy Netflix is top tier, and if you got that Amazon Prime, um, yeah, go peep Jack Reacher. It's amazing writing, and it's one of those shows. The first time I like sat down and watched it with myself, I'm like, oh, I know where this is going because again, Tom Clancy's been kind of around my my sphere of entertainment and influence for a while because I. Grew up reading the Tom Clancy books and playing the games at the same time. So, like, the Jack Reacher story and the way he writes things, or he did write things, God Bless the Dead, um, is interwoven into the show, and they take it to the next level. So the first time I sat down and watched it, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. I love it. And then the first time I watched it with someone who didn't know what was going on, they were just like, oh, wait, I don't know who to cheer for anymore. What is going on? 
no, the bad guy can't do this, and this person can't do that. This is a good guy? Are we sure he's a good guy? Is this still a good guy? And I'm just like, just, just shut up and watch. It just gets better. <laughs> so Jack Reacher is on the top, top, top of my list for a recommendation. So if you're looking for stuff to watch, if you got Disney+, Plus, Mandalorian, right now, don't stop. Pause the podcast, go watch Mandalorian, come back. And then. And if you don't have Disney+, Plus, steal it from your neighbor. Yeah, just find somebody. Um Twelve ninety nine to get Disney Plus Hulu and but it's Hulu with ads, so that's trash. Mm, you're right. Then, but hey, you know we cannot we make sacrifices somewhere. I know. Before we go any further with the streaming service with Netflix, when, they, when the old Nickelodeon stuff, are they doing like Legends of the Hidden Temple and like Guts or just? I hope so, because Legends of the Hidden Temple is top tier. Yeah, top tier. Like I really thought one day I'd be on that show. Like no. Did it? Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Every time I was like, yo, one day. One day I would be on that show. <laughs> Absolutely not. There was no way I was ever going to be anywhere near that show. No, no. Oh, God. Not with your genetics. No, not even close. No, no. I would have stepped on one of those things, slipped, and lost an entire kneecap. Yep. Pre uh, submission to the hospital before you needed it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you have anything else? Um, I'm good. Awesome. I don't have anything else besides the recommendation I already made. Douglas. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We appreciate you coming in. Uh, tell us tell us what you got going on and tell us where the people can find you. Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram, Douglas, double underscore. Um, Douglas is the word Doug, like you dug up the ground, and then the word less, like less of anything. Damn, now that I'm saying this out loud, you're right. The last time that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> the last time that was dope. Because <laughs> it was like, well, it was much more easier with Anyways, uh, I want to tell you guys thank you, seriously. I'm sorry I came a little bit ill-prepared. Like I said, no, no, I no. This whole different idea, and now the flashbacks of just seeing the hat of, <laughs> on YouTube videos, not in one thing registering. They might be talking about this. <laughs> no, it's cool. We should. I should be more clear about what we're talking about next yeah, time. So you should. you should shut up. <laughs> But uh, and, and you guys have me again in the future. I totally appreciate that. Aside from that, uh, all I want to say is, uh, hey, keep running because that's all we can do. Because that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to get ready for this marathon in March. Hopefully, you actually in. running a marathon. I'm trying to. Okay. All I'm saying right now is I've gotten pretty good, but in the sense I don't know realistically what the t- if I can make it to the time frame of that because. Uh, I did a pretty decent run of time, but yo, the next day is the painful day. Yeah, he's got to sit in an ice bath. Yeah, but we'll see what happens in March. As long, I, my buddies are making fun of me. They're like, first I was trying to go for a certain time. Now it's a matter. Let me finish. Yeah, dude, like I just crossed the finish line. Yep, that's, that's, all. that's all that matters. We'll see you in March, though. We'll yeah, see you in March. We'll see you in March. Guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Email Podcast on all socials. Uh, Facebook.com backslash you more about nothing. You can find us on any streaming platform that you like listening to. Like, share, favorite, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we will catch you guys next week.